You are listening to the Pet Radio Show Podcast on PetRadioShow.com with your host, Robert Paul It is my great pleasure to welcome back to the Pet Radio Show, Gwen Cooper, best-selling author and known for her iconic book, Homer's Odyssey. It's been a while, at least a couple of years, I think, since I last spoke with you on, on the podcast here. How you doing, Gwen? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Now, your new book is called My Life in a Cat House, True Tales of Love, Laughter, and Living with Five Felines. Is this kind of, does this pay homage to Homer, or is it just kind of the next chapter in, the, in, the, in, the, in life after Homer? Yeah, so it's it's sort of both a prequel and a sequel. Um, Homer is definitely in this book. He is all over this book, and, and there are lots of new and fun and, and also, you know, some touching stories about Homer. Uh, but this is also very much about the other four cats who made up Homer's family. Uh, my, my first, you know, my first generation three cats, Homer, Scarlet, and Vashti, who readers of Homer's Odyssey are familiar with. And then also Clayton and Fanny, who we adopted during the last year of Homer's life. Uh, people who read the sequel to Homer's Odyssey will be familiar with them, but for a lot of readers, I think they are going to be sort of new characters. Clayton is, is a, a tripod, and uh, Fanny is his litter mate. Hmm. And yeah, so it, so it really is, I, th- I think the title sort of describes it all. It, it is about a life with cats, uh, with Homer and with others. Uh, now, none of your other cats... Uh other than Homer, none of them were, are blind, right? No, Homer was the only blind cat. Um, Clayton is, is as a, he's a three-legged cat. Mm-hmm. So those are our, our two special needs cats. Uh, although all five of them, of course, have been rescued. I'm very committed to rescue. Sure. And, and yeah, but Homer was the only blind cat. Well, what, what, uh, give us an idea of what someone will take away from your book and what they'll find, what treasures they'll find. Between the yeah, so, you know, the, the phrase that I really like to use is, is humorous and heartwarming. I think, you know, I, I, the best thing I can say or the best description I could give is that I think that these stories, you know, while every cat has their own unique personality, every cat is, mm-hmm. is very much their own person. Um, by the same token, I think a lot of what is in here is going to be very familiar to cat owners, to people who live with cats. Um, so really, like I said, it, it sort of starts with the very first cat who I fell in love with, and I think a lot of the first cat I adopted, Scarlet, who, who was, who was a, a, a sort of a distant cat, especially at first. It, it took us a little while to find our way to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just that experience of falling in love with a cat for the first time is something that anybody who loves cats will be able to relate to. And each cat really gets their own chance to shine, for their personalities to come through, um, you know, so they, you know, the, the thing that my, my writing professors always said is, is that good writing, it's, you know, locates the universal in the specific. And, and that's kind of what I like to think that this is. I think there's universality that anybody who loves cats will be able to relate to in my life in a cat house, hmm. while also seeing that these are, are very five, you know, five very unique and individual cats who, who have all have their own personalities. Do these do the five cats? Uh, are they one big happy cat family, or or do they have little squabbles or beha- <laughs> well, behavior you know, like, issues? Or I mean, yeah. So like in any family, right? We we have our good days and our bad days, and the days where we all love each other like crazy, and then days when we're not necessarily getting along so well. Um, this is not a, a how-to book by any means. 
but certainly I've encountered my fair share of pretty common behavioral issues with cats. Um, sometimes cats who don't get along with each other, cats who are, let's say, you know, urinating outside of the, ur- the litter box, um, mm-hmm. cats who only want to be, you know, want to be fed exactly when they want to be fed and when they want to be fed at 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it is not a how-to book. It's not a book about how to solve problems, although you will certainly see how I dealt with some of these issues in my life. Uh, but again, it really is a story of a family. You know, the best the best way I can almost you know compare it would be, like, like you know, imagine a book about being a mom and and all the funny and heartrending and messy and hilarious and and just day to day stuff that goes into being a mom. And there are so many books like that out there. Mm-hmm. I don't really think there are any books like like that out there for for cat parents, mm-hmm. uh, for for lack of a better phrase. And this so this really is that book. Um, this is a book. For people who love their cats, who who really do consider cats to be part of their family, and you know we all share our stories online, but there hasn't been a book for us yet, and so this is that book. Well, the reason I asked if if you had a a, a happy a, a you know bonded group of of cats is because when I've had multiple cats in the past, has always been uh, some cat that had an issue with another cat, and it was always a challenge to kind of get them along. But uh, uh, but also uh, when I had uh, two or three cats at one time that were that sort of grew up together and were very close to each other, uh, when I lost one of them, it seemed like the the rest of the cats kind of went into mourning uh, or or just kind of sulked around for a while. And I was curious if you saw that with uh, the the loss of Homer and how if if it had an effect on the rest of your cat family. Put it that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, you know, I would say, again, we, we are family. Um, you know, not, not all of my cats have always gotten along with each other perfectly, uh, but certainly as I lost my three older cats, uh, you know, who I first adopted 20 years ago, um, I, I definitely saw the effect that that had on everybody else and on the cats included. Uh, there's actually a story about that. It's, it's the last story in the book. It's called The Worm Has Turned. Uh, it's the last chapter in the book. And... Um, and you know, again, it's—I mean, it's—it's it's not a, a, a sad chapter, but it does definitely talk about the the progress and the healing that needs to take place in a family when you have mm-hmm. lost a member. Um, absolutely, cats feel the loss; they absolutely do go into mourning. It is something I think you don't necessarily account for until you see it happen, especially because I, I think grief tends to make all of us a little bit selfish. You know, we we. Mm-hmm. We, we're so de- immersed in, in our own pain and in our own loss that we're not necessarily thinking of others. Um, and that was definitely something that I learned with my cats. It was actually part of the reason why we adopted Clayton and Fanny during the last year of Homer's life. Homer had never been an only cat, and he did not like being an only cat, and especially when we lost Scarlett, um, who was sort of Homer's nemesis. You know, Scarlett always thought of Homer as, as her... Uh, as the thing that made her life bad, whereas Homer just adored Scarlet. You know, they had very different feelings about each other. And and especially when we lost Scarlet, Homer took it very hard. And, and so we brought these two uh, new little ragamuffins into our lives. And, and it had, did have a wonderfully healing effect uh, for Homer and also for our whole family. How long has it been now since uh, we lost Homer? Uh, how many years has it been now? It's been a little while. Right. Yeah, you know, this uh, this past August it was five years. Uh, we lost Homer in August of 2013. Uh-huh. Um, what's really interesting is that Homer's social media community, his online community, <clears throat> really started growing exponentially after he passed away. Um, mm-hmm. He had all, you know, he already had a, the the book was out. He was well known. 
there was a social com- media community, there was a community there already, but it really grew tremendously. Now we have uh, more than a million followers across wow. social media platforms online. And it really was amazing to see how everybody came together in the wake of Homer's passing. Um, and again, I think, you know, part of the reason why this book is here is, is to talk about Homer's life after, you know, sort of like before Homer's Odyssey, some of the things, the stories that didn't make it into Homer's Odyssey, after Homer's Odyssey was published, so that people who know the book um, can, can sort of see what life was like for us. And then the continuation of our family, which people do still keep up with online. And, and so now this is, you know, kind of about, uh, like I said, prequel and sequel. And, and it goes, you know, from before and after and, and beyond. Well, in a sense, I guess it's it's kind of a legacy for Homer. Uh, you know, it's 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 what he's left behind for the world, uh, and, and showing how the you know the, the family continues and and the the bond is continues between the members of your family even when you lose one. Yeah, Homer's left a tremendous legacy. You know, I, I still hear from people every day, every day, literally every day. People will write to me and tell me about a special needs uh, cat that they adopted because they were inspired by Homer's story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we there. There's still, you know, Homer's heroes still do a tremendous amount of fundraising in the five years since Homer passed away. We raised more than five hundred thousand dollars for various rescue efforts and and animal rescue groups around the world. Um, and and so really, and also I should say that I'm actually donating 100 percent of my royalties on all first week sales of my life in a cat house to Blind Cat Rescue and Sanctuary in Homer's memory um, because it, it's still there's such a, a tremendous and lasting impact that Homer has had on, on so many that, that's still astonishing for me mm-hmm. to realize and that I certainly do want to continue. Well, with, with the loss you experienced with Homer, was this book hard for you to write or, or, or was it, uh, or did it just come very naturally to you as, a, as, a, uh, as an extension of what Homer meant to you? Yeah, I, you know, I would say that, it, that it's the answer is sort of both. Uh, there were parts that, that really just flew right out. You know, I, it, was, it was almost like I couldn't type fast enough to, to keep up with my own thoughts and the things I wanted to say. Uh, there were definitely some parts that were a little bit tougher uh, for me. I, you know, it was the same thing with Homer's Odyssey. There were parts of that book um, that were very emotional for me. And, and that it, it took a little bit more digging for me to get the writing done. And then other parts that, that really flew out. And again, you know, like I said, I think this is a book, I mean, it, it, there are absolutely moments where, where people are going to cheer up and, and hug their own cats a little bit closer. There are also moments where you are going to laugh hysterically that, that are just pure feline comedy, um, and, and which I really think is, is what life with cats with, is like. And, and so I would say that the writing experience is like the living experience. You know, there, there were easy days and tough days, but in the end, it, it's just not something you would trade. Uh, you wouldn't trade it in for anything, I'm sure. That's not for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know ex- exactly how you feel with the pets. Yes. With the pets that I've had over the years, I, I can remember every single one of them, and every single one of them has a has left a special uh, place in my heart that can't be filled by anything else. You know. <laughs> that is one hundred percent. They really they they always take a little piece of us with them when they go. Yeah, indeed. So when does this book become available? It, it's it's hasn't been released yet, right? Well, the publication date is, is October 30th. Um, so, so yeah, um, as of October 30th, it, it is uh, available in, in you know, bookstores nationwide. Or, of course, online. 
Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, IndieBound, so on and so forth. Um, Any, any, yeah, the, the pub- anywhere you can find books, you can find. That's the phrase your I was looking book. for. Everywhere books are sold. They, they, <laughs> like those old commercials, like available everywhere. Books are sold. Uh, yes, that's uh, what I was. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Thank you for for jogging my memory. Do you plan on on continuing uh, down this road? Will, will there be more more books about that relate to? Homer or to your cat family, do you think? Or is this going to be the last one? No, actually, um, so I started a monthly subscription series called Curl Up with a Cat Tail. Really? And yes, and, and it is sort of a first-of-its-kind adventure in traditional publishing. Uh, but it's a monthly subscription series. You sign up, you pay a one-time subscription fee of fourteen ninety-nine, And then every month for a year, you get a new story, uh, written by me. Um, right now, the stories are about my cats and the cat family. I'm, I, you know, our cat family. I'm toying with the idea of, you know, maybe throwing a little fiction or some different kinds of stories in there eventually. Hmm. Um, but, you know, so this book, you know, goes back to my first cat. And, the, the you know, it ends literally about three months ago. Um, I mean, so this is a really up-to-date, you know, part of what I really wanted to do since we have such a large social media community was to you know keep people involved in our lives and since so many people want to know more about Homer's family, and that's definitely something that I plan to continue. So the good news is, if you read the book and you like it, um, there's plenty more out there. You can sign up and keep up with us every month. Uh, if you read it and you don't like it, I guess you would not see that as an advantage. But <laughs> if you do like it, then, I, then there it is. I can't imagine that ever happening. If if if. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I have to say, knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood as I say it. Um, <laughs> I think something like like 90% of, of the Amazon reviews for Homer's Odyssey are five-star reviews. So, we, you know, we, we, we have a pretty good track record of, of people like, can we keep up with our family? But, of course, uh, uh, you know, I, I never wanted to take my readers for granted or assume that they will just blindly follow wherever I go. Well, when was Homer's Odyssey first published? What, what year? Homer's Odyssey was first published in 2009 actually. Um, and there have wow. been a few books in between, you know, between Homer's Odyssey and this latest book that I have. But this is really the first book. I, I mean, there were, I, I actually self-published sort of a mini sequel a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, right around, you know, for holiday season 2015. Um, but this is really the first book, you know, that there have been a few books since Homer's Odyssey. This is the first one that kind of returns to our family and, and takes in this uh, sort of panoptic view of all of, of all of the members of our family, wow. um, all of the cat members, and including Homer. Well, when you introduced Homer to the to the world in in your book, uh, that was really kind of before, you know, cats were such a thing on the internet, wasn't it? I mean, that, that, that's so you, funny because were, literally the first sentence of one of the chapters in my book is famous cats weren't a thing back in two thousand seven when I first started trying to sell a proposal for a book about Homer. Um, and yes, you were right. Famous cats were not a thing uh, back then, and um, it, it sort of grew up around us. And and it has definitely been interesting to watch. Wow! So, so you were kind of a, the pioneer of the <laughs> of the cat. Yes, a trailblazer of, of, of <laughs> the, the cat in the frenzy. Field of, <laughs> in the burgeoning field of famous cats, if they if they ever make a museum, we'll we'll have our own exhibit. You know, like like the Pioneer Museum. There um, you go. Yeah. Westward expansion, but, but yes, it, it was. Uh, there were a lot of people. Really, you know, the, the biggest resistance that we met was nobody's going to want to read a book about a cat. People aren't that interested in cats. 
you know, no one really cares that much about cats. And, and obviously that is not an argument that, that really needs to, you know, I think anyone needs to have any more. But at the time, it seemed like a, really, you know, I, I sort of got a lot of side eye um, from my agent at the time who I ended up ditching to find a new agent and also publishers um, just kind of, you know, but why would somebody want to read a book about a cat? And, you know, it is nice to think that that, that argument is not one that, that anyone needs to have anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to say Gwen, the least. Well, Gwen, I, 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 I'm so happy to have you on, a, on the podcast again. I think the last time you were here was was when you, you you had that follow-up book about uh, Homer after he passed. I... Yes, yes. That was called Homer, The Ninth Life of a Blind Wonder Cat. Um, and it is still available. It is still there. That was something that, that I did um, you know, quickly in 2015. It was within a couple of years of Homer's passing. And, mm-hmm. and for people who sort of wanted to know more about what Homer's life had been like after the book was published. Um, and some of that is covered in this new book, but, but it is all for the most part, really new material. And, um, and yeah, I, you know, I, I think if you like cats, you're, you're going to like it. Uh, well, well, Homer is certainly one of the iconic cats of the internet and really of the, of just of the cat world. It, uh, he really became famous, not just on the internet, but I mean, your I mean, your book was not solely internet sales driven. Right? No, right? <laughs> no. I mean, so the, so the really interesting thing um, you know, when Homer died, uh, Homer passed away in 2013. Um, the New York Times magazine, you know, the Sunday magazine, mm-hmm. the last issue of the year every year is called The Lives They Live. And the magazine is a roundup of notable deaths in the preceding year. And in the 2013, The Lives They Live, they actually they ran, the New York Times online ran Homer's obituary as part of their The Lives They Live hmm. um, series. And, you know, as I said to my husband at the time, like, you just know when I die, there's no way the New York Times is going to run my obituary. But, <laughs> but they did. But they did for your cat. Exactly right. And that's one of those moments where, where you sort of know that, that yes, your, your cat has arrived, oh. I guess. Um, yeah. And, and, and all these other cats that have come up since you, that are, 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 you're in good company with them, like Little Bub and Grumpy Cat and all the rest of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. There, there are a number of cats that I follow with a great deal of enjoyment online. Um, Colin Marmalade, certainly uh, Klaus and and Oscar, who who sadly also passed away a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and and really, and and it's what it, what's been amazing for me is to see how many special needs cats have become internet famous, but have really brought attention to the issue of special needs rescue and adoption, mm-hmm. and and sort of let people know what wonderful companions a special needs animal can can make, and and that's been really, really wonderful to see. Yeah, absolutely. My Life in a Cat House, True Tales of Love, Laughter, and Living with Five Felines, uh, uh, by Gwen Cooper. That's you. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and they, uh, anywhere where books are sold. And, well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure, Gwen. Uh, I hope everyone will, will go check out your book, and if they purchase it, the, you'll be donating 100% of the royalties on on the first week's sales, which is October 30th through November 4th, to Blind Cat Rescue and Sanctuary in Raleigh, North Carolina. We love those folks, too. And if people can also follow you on your Facebook page. Yes. Um, absolutely. It's um, our Facebook handle is Homer Blind Cat Fans. And on Instagram and Twitter, we are Homer Blind Cat. All right. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm.